Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. I would say welcome to another episode of Ivy Talks, but I'm going to rename it. I'm going to re renaming it Uncle Strip. So this is Uncle Strip, same, same talk, same, same, uh, same idea, same concept, but we're just going to call it Uncle Strip. And the reason why I'm calling it that is because everybody has that uncle that just wants, that's always dropping knowledge, or is always trying to talk about, listen, youngin, or give you some kind of advice or talk about pretty much just spitting wisdom to you all the time. I got an uncle like that. Um, so I wanted to rename it something like that. So we're going to rename it to Uncle Strip. So welcome to Uncle Strip episode 13. For those that are new into uh, to the Uncle Strips or the IV Talks, uh, unlike the Garden 615, this is more of kind of a educational, uh, more of like a, a back background. Some of us, I guess, is kind of motivational depending on how you're looking at it. But it's a little more educational. Some of these are just going to be just me. Um, I will have guest speakers on whenever I can. If you want to be a guest speaker, reach out to me on my Instagram, FLS number four, swag with two Gs, or at the uh, IV Talks podcast, which is I, uh, Instagram, IV Talks podcast. It's just IV Talks podcast on Instagram, the letters I, the letter V, IV. And uh, reach out. I'll literally will have anybody on. So anyway, getting into today's talk, we're talking about the importance of counting your calories. Those of you that know, I'm a, basically a personal trainer, fitness coach, life coach, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of the problems that people are having with reaching their fitness goals is diet. Because diet is the diet is just as important, just as important as the workout program or the workout or being active. Diet's just as important because you can um, you can when you stick to a program, depending on what you're trying to do, will dictate what kind of program you do. But how you eat, your eating habits is also going to affect your training. So if you want to, again, I, I'm, I can do a separate one on just diet in general. But if you're on a super strict diet, you don't have to be as active to lose weight because you're on a super strict diet. So you don't have to be as active. If you're a super strict diet and you're only training or working out three times a week, then you can still see results at a pretty decent rate versus if you're only working out two or three times a week and your diet is terrible, then you'll still probably see results because two, three times a week is still better than nothing, but it's going to take significantly longer. Uh, if your diet is like absolute trash, then uh, you, you, you won't make any progress, period. But, but again, if you're, if you're super, super active, you have leeway to have multiple cheat days during the week or multiple cheat meals. If you're working out five, six days a week, or if you're working out five days a week, and then some days you're working out twice, uh, twice a day on some days out of the out of the five days a week, then you have the leeway to slack on diet. Or you don't have to eat as strict. So there's a good there's a good balance, a good yin and yang. But I'm saying all this to basically get to the point of you should count your calories, right? And counting your calories is like a super broad, simple version of diet. But instead of like a super strict diet where you got to be super nitpicky about this, that, this, and the other, well, if you just set your calorie at a cap, which I'll get more in depth to this, set your calories at a cap and just count what your calories and make adjustments from there. And it, it blows my mind that people will just eat, will just eat whatever, but they don't actually know what they're eating. Like, if, if, I, I don't know who you are, but when I grab something, I look at the nutrition label. I'm looking at 
how many calories it has. The serving size is the most important because if it had, if it doesn't have a lot of calories, but it's three serving size per box of something, then you got to multiply the calories times three. So it could be a huge difference. Serving size, how many calories, the fat, sodium, carbs, protein, whatever, all of it. I agree. I look at all that when I'm looking at food. Obviously, if I'm having cheat my cheat days, which is pretty much Saturday and Sunday, it, my cheat meals start Sunday night, uh, Sunday night, and then all day Sunday or Saturday night, all day Sunday. I don't, I don't meal prep. I just, I'm getting my food Sunday night, or I keep saying that Saturday night, Sunday, the whole day, and then I start back Monday because Sunday I either cook is when I start cooking for the week, Sunday or Monday, but. Saturday night to Sunday is my cheat meals. So it's probably like five or six meals within that time span of just eating Whataburger, Applebee's, Wendy's, whatever. But uh, it's important. But when I do that, obviously, I don't care about the nutrition. But when you're on your, you're trying to eat better, you can't eat better or try to eat, have a, start a diet or try to eat better if you're not looking at the nutrition labels. And so, it's very important to count your calories. Now, here's where it gets tricky. You have to educate yourself and you got to be careful with sources um, that you get your information from if you're going to go online to do it yourself. If you know somebody that's in this space, you could ask them, but they'll probably know you're probably all right. Um, but if you're trying to do it yourself or if you're trying to go online and look up information yourself, you got to be careful about where you get your sources because the internet's a double-edged sword. You can find all the things that you, you can find whatever you want. You're trying to look for positive feedback on a specific diet, like the carnivore diet, for example. For those of you that don't know, uh, I tried, I did the carnivore diet uh, for a week. It was, it, it was, it didn't go well for me because it was in the middle of, uh, I was in the middle of camp when I was playing football and it's not a sustainable diet when you're, when you need, when you need carbs. Carnivore diet, you're eating nothing but meat. But you can, if you go on Carpenter, you can literally find all these articles about how bad it is for you and how it's terrible and you shouldn't do it. You can also find a bunch of articles on how you'll, how how good it is for you, how people that do it claim this, that, and the other. You can find whatever you want. So you gotta educate yourself um, and just look at cold hard facts. Don't look at people's interpretations. Just look at the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. It's all about numbers. So here is an example of what I mean by educate yourself on knowing what what's good what's bad i don't want to say good or bad but what's what right so it's the whole red meat well i'm not gonna get into red meat i eat a ton of red meat i love red meat i have no problem with red meat but it's the whole chicken and pork debate right everybody knows everybody always leans towards a chicken breast for this example we're looking at chicken breast and then we're going to talk about two different cuts of pork right and so with chicken, everybody knows the, the rule of the, the rule of thumb is the less the less amount of legs it has, the leaner the meat. So a cow has four legs, chicken has two, so chicken's more lean meat, chicken has two legs, fish have no legs, so fish is more or snake, whatever you're eating, it's it's more the meat's lean, it's leaner. And that's that's fine, that's dandy. But when you talk about poor people, like, oh, poor. Uh, when I say like, oh yeah, but people ask, what am I eating? I eat a lot of pork. People are like, pork? You're eating a lot of pork? Isn't that bad for you? That's got a ton of sodium. I'm like, well, yes and no, because it depends on the cut of the pork. But these are the people that don't look at the nutrition labels when they go looking at food 
or people always say, oh yeah, pork's bad for you, it's high in sodium, this, 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 and they just take their word for it. They don't go do any digging themselves. My parents are the same way. My, my mom always used to say, you oh, you're eating so much pork, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're cholesterol or whatever is going to be through the roof cholesterol there's too much sodium this that and the other but I, so i sat down i actually checked i'm like these people have don't they don't they don't know they never fact check so here's the example i'm gonna give you nutrition facts for uh a chicken breast that is 86 grams right 86 gram uh i'm not i'm not sure how many ounces that is but it's 86 grams chicken breast 142 calories three grams of fat, cholesterol is 37 milligrams, I mean, 73 milligrams, sodium, 73 milligrams, potassium, we don't care, carbs, zero, protein, 27. Now, pork, we're going to look at a pork loin, because that's the cut in pork that I eat, like a roast pork loin, or just a pork tenderloin, a loin cut of pork, that's the pork that I eat a, a lot of. And it's, this is for 85 grams. So in terms of serving size, it's about the same. 163 calories, so a little more calories. Fat, seven and a half. Cholesterol, 68 milligrams. Sodium's 39 milligrams. Carbs, zero. Protein, 22. So if you're looking at them side by side, yes, the pork has a little more fat. You're talking basically four grams more. And again, chicken is leaner than pork, but we're talking four grams of fat. Sodium, if you're looking at it, chicken is 73 milligrams of sodium. The pork loin is 39 milligrams of sodium. So pork loin is actually less sodium than chicken, right? And then uh, the pork loin has 22 grams versus the chicken's 27. So chicken has more protein. So if you're looking at next to each other, it's about the same, more or less. It's, it's pretty much the same. You're talking about five grams of protein difference. And then you're talking about four grams of fat, 20 total calorie difference. Uh, the, the chickens, the 86 gram serving size versus 85 gram, but they're pretty much the same. Now, again, it comes down to the cut. So bacon with people that are like pork, sodium, yada, yada. If they're talking about bacon, specifically bacon, they're, they're right. Cause only, so bacon, 37, 35 grams. We're talking about, we're talking about half, even less than half of pork or chicken, 35 grams, not even 40. It's 161, so it's the same amount of calories as the 85 grams of pork. It's got 12 grams of fat, which is more than both of uh, both of the pork and chicken combined. It's got 581 milligrams of sodium. So that's where, yes, you know, people, when they say pork, they, they, they mean bacon, they don't mean pork as a whole, but they don't think people that say that understand what they're saying. So yeah, bacon has 800 and 500, sorry, 581 milligrams of sodium. Pork, the pork loin is only 39 milligrams. Chicken is 73. So you, again, this is just, these are kind of, and then the, uh, 12 grams of protein for 35 grams of pro, for 35 grams of bacon, which is about three slices of bacon, I believe. It depends, obviously depends on thin cut, thick cut, but it's about three slices. But this is just an example I'm giving of you got to really fact check the nuances of when it comes to counting calories because the cut or the specific cut of meat, it matters, right? So now getting it, now that I got that out the way, I want to get into 
actually going about counting calories. So you have macros versus micros, right? Micros is counting literally the small, like the vitamins, the, min the minerals. So like your, your calcium, zinc, vitamin B6, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. Macros is just your big, your big guys. It's pretty much just fat, carbs, protein. You're just counting those three. They're, they're easy to count. And I always suggest counting macros. I myself, I do macros. Micros, you, you got to go to somebody that, that does this for a living. Micros is kind of tough to do by yourself. Macros, it's a little easier. You can, I mean, macros, you can go online, you can go to Google and just put, you know, what you weigh and just say trying to lose or just look up macros calculator. Now, calculators where you put in your weight that you are, and then you put what if you're trying to lose weight, maintain, gain muscle, you put all that stuff in. And it literally will give you the calories you need to hit and how much of each. It's macros. Macros is easy. Micros, it gets a little dicey. But I always suggest macros just because it's simple and it's easier. But the first thing you need to do for your macros is obviously figure out your fitness goal. If you're just trying to lose weight, uh, lose fat, and you're not really worried about building strength or you're not worried about trying to get yoked up, then you're going to be on a different macro uh, plan than you would if you're trying to put on a ton of lean muscle mass somebody like I'm doing, like somebody like me, you know, I'm low body fat percentage. So I'm not trying to lose fat. I'm trying to put on as much lean muscle as I can. And I'm trying to build strength. So my macro would be different from somebody that's trying to just lose, lose fat. And they're not worried about muscle. They're just trying to, you know, just slim up. Um, but again, you can use macro calculator or you guys know, download my app, go to the uh, Apple store, Google play store, type in IV fitness, download your app. I got macro plans on there. Uh, it's just me, a little interjection, me throwing in my, my app. But anyway, and so, so like, here's a general guideline for macros, right? So if you're inactive or you have a high body fat percentage, the rule of thumb is you want about 0.65 grams of protein per pound, right? So I'm like, I'm getting into some math. So I'm gonna try to break it down as, as easy as I can. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you're gonna, if you weigh 200 pounds and you need to get... 0.65 grams of protein per pound, you'll do 200 times 0.65, and that's 130. So that means every day you need to try to get 130 grams of protein, right? Now, if you're moderately active, you want to get about 0.8 grams of protein per pound. So if you're 200 pounds and you're moderately active, you want to get 0.8. That gets you to 160, right? Now, if you're trying to gain muscle mass and you do intense training, you need about a gram per pound of body fat. So if you're 200 pounds, you need about 200 grams of uh, protein. But that's also, these are also averages on the higher side. Obviously, if you, know, if you do intense training and try to gain muscle mass and you get 0.85, 0.86, you, you'll, you'll be all right. But when you're doing, but in your macro calculator online, Fat is usually going to be about 30% because it's all based on percentages. Uh, for example, uh, it'd be maybe be like 40%. Uh, it might be 30% protein, 30% fat, and then 40% uh, carbs. It'll break it down like that. So 40% of your calories is going to come from your carbs. That's how it works. 30% of your calories are going to come from fat. 30% is going to come from protein. But you don't have to do any of this. The calculator does it for you, right? So now I'm going to open up. I actually use my own app for my macros. You guys should try it out. Check it out. Go in there. $5 nutrition plans. Anyway, so here's how my macros are broken down. 
my calories is 3,500, right? I try to hit 3,500. I use, I try to hit 3,500. For me, since I'm trying to gain muscle mass and I'm trying to, and I'm super active, this is a minimum for me. I'll try to hit 3,500 minimum. Again, if you're somebody that's trying to lose weight and you're not very active or you're, you're just getting started, the 3,500 or the 2,500, which would probably be more like your number 2,500, that would be your maximum. So again, depending on what you're trying to do, it's going to depend on the angle you take. For this, this is my minimum. Some days I, I hit 4,000 calories because I'm really trying to put on weight. I have a high metabolism. I'm a natural uh, ectomorph. I believe that's right. Yeah, I'm a natural. Uh, let me fact check my stuff now. Yeah, I'm a natural. Uh, no, I'm a natural, natural. Yeah, ectomorph. That's right. Because endomorph is the other way. So, I, which means I'm naturally skinny, but, you know, your boy, your boy be in the gym. But anyway, it depends on the angle you take. So this is my minimum. But for protein, it's not at one pound, one gram per pound, but it's 175 grams of protein, which is about 0.86, I believe, grams per pound. Because I'm, I'm sitting right around 195, 200-ish, depending on how hydrated I am. Uh, for fat, it's 117 grams. For carbs, 438 right? So that's how mine's broken down. So what I do is every time I eat something, I put it in, you got like, you got the MyFitnessPal, uh, MyPlate or something like that. And you can put in what you eat and it puts it all in there for you. Or if you got to do kind of how I have to do, I put it in manually, but you got to look, you got to look at what you're eating. So when you go to get, I don't know, let's say you're gonna do lasagna one night and you got Two three hundred calories left for the day, and you can't go over. And you look at the lasagna, and it's it says two hundred calories, but that's for if it says two hundred calories, but the serving size is let's say it's a single serve. But let's just say the single serve is two servings. You can't eat all of it because if that puts you at four hundred, you're over for the day. You need to stay under your calorie goal, right? So that's why macros is easy. Don't go over 2,500 calories. Don't go over three, whatever your number is, which again, this calculator will calculate that for you. Whatever that number is, don't go over it. So if your number is 3,000, don't go over 3,000 calories. It's simple, but then if you do that, you'll realize how fast foods add up. You go to McDonald's and get a number one, it's easily 1,100 calories. Well, if, you're, if your calories for the entire day is 2,500, you go to McDonald's for one meal, that's almost half. That's almost half of your calories right there. You only got 1,400 left for the day. You still got at the least two more meals to eat if you're eating that for breakfast or whatever. So it, you'll see how quickly the stuff adds up. And so, but that's just the importance of counting your calories, um, doing this with coming out with a fitness goal or a, a plan or program, whatever it is. Will, will help you reach whatever goals you are. And then even if you're not, you know, not trying to work out, but still just count your calories. You don't have to work out to lose weight. If you're just trying to slim up, but just do it by straight dieting, count your calories, figure out your macros. It's important to understand what you're eating on a daily basis. And then, you know, the sky's the limit. And from there, once you get good at it, you start adjusting stuff. So once you get good at it, you start losing weight. Say, so, okay, well, this is easy. Uh, staying under the fat is easy, but I'm not getting enough protein. Let me add a protein bar or let me add 
some extra, so let me add like a extra chicken breast or, you know, you can, you can, once you go, you know, get going a week or two, you can start making adjustments to help you reach your goals faster. Cause the more protein you eat, you're going to eat less fat, less carbs, or the more carbs you eat, you'll eat less fat or pro you, you can figure out whatever combination you got to do, help you achieve your goals. So if you're, if you've made it this far to the, to the, to the talk, to the podcast, I challenge you for one week. I challenge you on a Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, get on, get online, get you a macro calculator, put main, if you want to maintain, gain, lose, put in a, a macro calculator, put in your numbers, your weight, height, what you're trying to do, get your macro plan, your calories and how much, uh, how much you're trying to, how much you got to eat of what in terms of fat, carbs, protein. And I challenge you to count your calories just for one week. The first day you might be, the first day, on the first day, don't try to just eat normal, but count. On the first day, I challenge you to eat how you normally would, but just count the calories. Then you'll see either you're not eating enough to where, because if you're eating, again, if you're eating a thousand calories a day, come on now, you got to live. You, you, sh you shouldn't starve yourself. You still, you still need to eat enough. You just got to eat enough of the right stuff. So if you're going and you've only eaten 500, 700 calories for the day, that's not good. You got to find ways to get healthier foods in because you got to put gasoline in the car, right? Or on the other side, if you get done and you're at 4,200 calories for the day and your number was 2,300, you got to figure it out, right? You got to cut back somewhere. Uh, usually it's not cutting back on the amount of meals. I eat six, seven meals a day. I'm only at 3,500. I'm not, you know, four or five. I'm not at four. Well, I hit 4,000 sometimes. I'm not at 5,000 calories. But instead of eating McDonald's or eating fried chicken with the French fries, maybe it's baked chicken with a potato or baked chicken with the broccoli. But I challenge you to do this for one week just to challenge yourself. If not... Well, I appreciate, if not, I appreciate you for listening this far, but uh, yeah, check it, try that out. Let me know how it goes. Reach out to me on Instagram, uh, through the podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram, IV uh, Talks Podcast for the podcast one, FLS, the number four swag with two Gs for my personal. I appreciate you guys for listening. Go ahead, subscribe if you haven't, and uh, we will catch you next week. I'm going to try to drop these every Friday. So I think I got a good topic for y'all next week. This is Uncle Strib, episode 13. We will catch you guys next week. We are out.